Thank you, brother. <clears throat> Let's have your Bibles. Turn with me to Mark 13th chapter, if you would. Let's all stand as we honor God's word. Mark the 13th chapter. Let's remember, next Sunday now we'll start at 10 o'clock. So Brother Sam was talking about us having Sunday school. We'll see how many is going to come here at 10 o'clock next Sunday morning. So uh, we're going to start at 10 o'clock. Brother um, Brother Doug Newell is going to be preaching at 10 o'clock. And Brother Gene Kiger is going to be preaching at Take a short break, be preaching around 12 o'clock, 12 a little after next uh, Sunday morning. And then and then we'll have a, have a meal, and I think uh, Brother Neil is going to do some some uh, Boston butts, and we're going to have some, I guess, some good barbecue uh, next uh, next next Sunday at lunch. Eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, that's right. The eleven o'clock. Be preaching in the 12 o'clock service, yeah. <laughs> 11, starts at 11 o'clock. All right. Um, let's, let's turn to Mark, the 13th chapter. I'm only going to read one verse. I'm only going to read the 20th verse. And I want you to listen to this because that's what I'll be preaching on the rest of the morning. And except that the Lord has shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. And here's the key. But for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he has shortened the days. And gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Pray you'll help me as I preach this message this morning, Lord. Pray you'll give me the voice I need and keep back my other problems I have. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I've titled this message, Suffering for the Lord. Suffering for the Lord. Um, again, I think I made a statement, maybe Wednesday night, that we will suffer. And um, there's going to be suffering for the Lord, but uh, you're going to find that the Lord is going to be behind it and ahead of it and, and already has going to take care of it, the suffering. That is to say, however dark the days might be and however heavy the weight of sorrow upon us and the bitterness of the cup of suffering we're drinking, things not only <clears throat> might be but would, would be worse were it not for the controlling hand of God and the loving Heavenly Father. Now our text here gives us something that you need to think about this morning, and that is that if God had not shortened those days, we would have gone with them. Uh, see, God has everything planned out. He has everything planned out. When, that, when those days come, he says here in the 20th verse, except that the Lord has shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he has 
shorten the days for the elect's sake. So it, 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 it all goes right back to election. It all goes right back to if we're elected before the foundation of the world. You can't, you had nothing to do with that. You can't go back and, it can't be go back and change now. Whoever, whomever he elected before the foundation of the world, they're the ones that's going to be saved, and they're the ones that's going to be saved in that day. He said no one would be saved except the Lord shortened those days, and we're going to preach on that in just a little while. <clears throat> God's elect people are always the object of his love. Mark says, but for the elect's sake. That's all of it. That's, that's, that's the whole scripture. That's all that, that's where the scripture is. For the elect's sake. You know, you know it, if you go to heaven, it's going to be for the elect's sake. If, any, if, if anybody's in heaven, it's going to be for the elect's sake. God says, but for those of whom he has elected, those days will be shortened. We can rest assured that nothing in this world takes place without the sovereign hand of God is a hold of it. Nothing. Nothing in this world takes place unless the sovereign hand of God has, has a hold of it. God controls the events of our lives, every one of them. We, we might think, well, he's not controlling me today, but he is. He is. Sometimes I think when I, if, you know, days when I get up and I feel better, feel better than I do today, uh, I think the Lord is taking care of everything, you know, and... Uh, but I, I don't realize sometimes that even when I get up and don't feel too well, he's still taking care of everything the way he would have it. But for the elect's sake, <clears throat> God controls the events of our lives. We, we said that. We know without a doubt that it is the last days. There will be a lot of suffering and a lot of apostates in the world. How, how can it get any worse than it is right now? I mean, if you, if you don't think that the Lord is close to coming back, then you, you don't know what's going on around you. Because all these things that he's talked about here and all the things I'm going to be talking about the rest of this message is happening, happening right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Praise God, he is going to take us out of, out of all of this. Here's what Christ warns. He says, for false Christ and false prophets, that same word prophets can also be translated as teachers. False teachers shall rise and shall show signs of, and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. The elect won't follow that stuff. If somebody's following that, they're not the elect. The reason I say that is is because how many people have left the churches. When I say churches, I'm talking about all all the churches because I don't believe they're going to a church. But how many people have left the churches and gone to Texas? 
we talk about everybody in California is moving to Texas. Everybody in uh, New York's moving to Florida. Well, why would why would people give up their church and go to Texas? Joel Osteen. That's I'm telling you, folks. I, I know I know that I've heard I've heard it said by some folks here that they like him. But you better be careful because he says here. Christ warns us, he says, for false Christ and false prophets or teachers shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. Mark 13 and verse 22. He's going to, even if, and I heard it said right here, in this, in this church I heard it said that the elect can be uh, uh, seduced they can't there's no way there's no way they can no way because God's not going to let it happen this very verse here that I read for our text let me read it again he says except that the Lord has shortened those days no flesh should be saved but for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he has shortened the days. You're not going to be seduced. You're not going to be. Uh, uh, you're not going to be uh, in any way, shape, or form. And when I say that, uh, and I, I said it here a week or so ago, maybe maybe less than that. But I said that we got people driving. All the way from Vidalia down to where? Where is that? Where is that at in Texas? Where he is? He is uh, San, not San Antonio. It's uh, one of the other places out in Texas. But where he is? Where he is? He has a church down there of about twenty, thirty thousand. And uh, as I said, that that one religious organization down there has made more millionaires than Microsoft or any of the others. Because what, what happens is yes, you can go down there, but yes, you'll get put in a group of people that every hundred people that they have down there, they have a financial advisor. Now, you say financial advisors are expensive. Well, they, they're free. They're free if you go down there. Now, how, how many people, how many, how many people, Christian people, quote, unquote, are, are deceived by something like that? And it's sad. Christ will not let his elect be deceived. Listen, folks, I don't want to scare any of you, but there are some who I really believe would believe anything if, if the false preachers were to show any affection at all toward them. They believe anything they hear. There's some. There's some that. There's some that would believe anything they hear. You know. Oh, he's a. 
he's a good man. I had a had somebody call me. It's been a long time ago. Had somebody call me and they said we were talking about you. I said you were, and and uh, and, uh, and they said yeah. They they said you're a good person. I said, boy, don't say that. They said, why? I said, because I'm not a good person. I've never been a good person. I've always been one, but because I do show affection to some people, they think I'm a good person. But uh, I, I believe there's some would follow anybody if they show affection to them. Again, Christ warns, but take ye heed... I foretold you all these things. Matthew 13 and verse 23. He says, Take heed, but take ye heed. I foretold you all of these things. He, he warns us. He warns us about all those things. He warns us about the false teachers. He warns us about in the last days what's going to happen. We're here. I mean, how, how many... How many teachings do we have? We, you know, if, if you listen to the television, there's only one church, and that's Catholic Church. There ain't, there ain't no other kind of churches until somebody shoots up one of them. Somebody shoots up the Presbyterian Church, then that's there. there there's another church, but when when they talked about some of the things that's going to happen. In the churches, they, they talk like there's only one church, and that's a Catholic church. Only kind they are. Christ teaches a lesson as when we should be concerned at the last days of suffering on the earth. He teaches these lessons. He mentions the parable of the fig tree. And here's what he said about the parable of the fig tree. Christ said, now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and put a forth leaves, you know that the summer is nigh, Matthew 24, 32. There's one thing we know for sure. We don't, we don't know the day. I'm going to read that in just a minute to you. We don't know the day. We don't know the time. We don't know the year. But there's one thing we know for sure. It's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen in the fall. Of the year or the winter but it will happen in the spring and summer I tell you spring and summer just tears people up it just destroys people I'm telling you and, and I don't mean anything I know some of you say well you don't go nowhere you don't go anywhere. Well, I guess the only time I went anywhere is when Uncle Sam called me the military. You're right, I don't go too many places. But spring and summer just tires people up. They just can't stand it. They've got to get to the beaches. They've got to get to the mountains. 
they got to get somewhere. They just got to go. They got to go. They have to go. They can't. They can't stand it. They have to go. And it, all this is going to happen in the spring and summer. He warns. He warns of those things. He says, "Now learn a parable of the fig tree when its branch is yet tender. That's in the spring, and put it forth leaves. That's in the spring. You know that summer is nigh." You know that the time is, is coming close. So we're, we're, we're at that time of year right now. Now, I, I don't know that anything's going to happen. But uh, I'm just telling you, we're at that time of year right now when, uh, when those things are about to happen. It may not be, may not be this year. AOC says it's going to be in nine years. All of you know who AOC is. They say it's going to be in about nine years. But I'm telling you, it can happen this year. It can happen. Be, be aware. Be aware. Listen, let me read this again. And accept that the Lord has shortened those days. No flesh should be saved, but for the elect's sake, whom he has chosen, he has shortened the days. He has shortened those days. Christ goes on to say, so likewise ye, when ye shall see these things, know that it is near even at the doors, Matthew twenty four thirty three. When you see these things, I'm I'm telling you, folks. I'm not trying to, not trying to scare anyone. But I want to tell you, we're getting close. You know what John said, don't you? First John, the third chapter. You know what he said, don't you? He said. The Antichrist is already here. That was in his day now. We wonder how much longer can he go? Well, the uh, those that are sort of skeptical, they say, well, it ain't going to happen because it's never happened. We've been waiting. We've been waiting all this time. It's not going to happen. The scoffers... Scoffers say, well, it's not going to happen. But I'm telling you, it is going to happen. It's going to come up on us when we least accept, when we least expect it. He says over here that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Matthew 24 and verse 35. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but I'm telling you, my words are going to still be ringing in people's ears. If you make it to heaven, you better thank the Lord because He's the one that loved you before the foundation of the world. He's the one that loved you, and He's the one that that chose you. He's the one that called you when the time came. 
I'm just thankful that he called us. I'm thankful that he let us know. We wouldn't know anything. What would we know today? I, I don't know what heaven's like, but I do know one thing. I know who's going there and who's not. I, 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 know, I know who's going there and who's not. I know if you're, if you're not elected before the foundation of the world, you're not going there. We talked about the new birth last week, I believe it was. He said, except a man be born again, he won't see the kingdom of God. He just won't do it. Matter of fact, he says that twice in John 3. John 3, verse 3, and John 3, verse 5. Both times he says it. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he can't, he won't enter the kingdom of God. All, all this is important. I wouldn't be preaching on these things if it wasn't important. Let me read something to you. Turn with me to Matthew 24, if you would. Matthew 24, and I'm going to read to you a few scriptures. I was talking about getting Brother Sam to read this, but I'm going to try to read it. Matthew 24, verse 36 says, But of what day, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days, and here we are, but as the days of Noah were, so should also the coming of the Son of Man be. Well, what does he mean by that? For as in the days they were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What he says. And no man knows the day, the hour, the time. It's going to come up on us before we realize it. That eastern sky is going to light up. It's going to get dark. That eastern sky is going to light up and going to reveal the Lord, Jesus Christ. In that day, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that's him. I'm not going to do that. I've already done that. I've already, I did that, I did that 55 on, going on 56 years ago. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, because I know that's who he is. 
cast your eyes upon the eastern sky because your redemption draweth near. I don't know. You still like to have fun. Like Brother Wayne Massey, it's fun to go to church. It's fun to go to church. It's fun to study the Bible. I, I enjoy myself. When I sit at home, and do nothing, I get short of breath. I cough. And when I'm back there doing what I do, <coughs> I don't cough. I don't get short of breath. We can love to do those things. We can love to study the Word of God. We can love to worship the Lord in our own way. <laughs> the warning from the Lord is true. <coughs> we may not have time to celebrate <coughs> summer and school being out as some think. <laughs> may God have mercy on our poor souls. I guess all the schools are out now, Uncle Reggie. Are they out yet? They're not out yet. Deanna's shaking her head no. When do they get out in the spring and summer? When's all this going to happen, spring and summer? I'm not saying when because I don't know when. I'm just saying that you better be prepared for it. Yes, there's going to be some suffering when that time comes. But we, we know without a shadow of doubt that God has his hand into it now. And we studied it this morning. We've seen it this morning. All right, let's all stand if you would. That's all I've got for you today.